Crooked Shelf Media. Welcome to Theory and Crime Minisodes. These are exclusively for our patrons on patreon.com, and this is the first one that we're recording. It's a pretty cool new thing for us. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so kind of the idea behind this is that we're going to talk about, um, we can, we're can we opening it up to cases we've already talked about, if there's updates or we have some new thoughts or something on them, or just some cases that really interest both of us, but we're not sure we can fill a whole episode with. Right. Um, in fact, the case that we're going to talk about today um, is, I guess we can call it like a pretty controversial case because there's two distinct schools of thought on it. Um, yeah. And we even talked about um, put, like grouping this one into a whole episode with another similar case. Um, but I guess I can go ahead and say we were talking about this episode. We're going to talk about Kurt Cobain. And the conspiracies or truth, depending on how you look at it. Right. Um, and it's the truth. So. Right. It is the truth. So as everybody knows, Kurt Cobain was one of the founding members of the iconic grunge band Nirvana. Uh, he was born in February of 1967, and he died in April of 1994 from a quote-unquote self-inflicted gunshot wound with a shotgun. Um, was that in Aberdeen, or was that in Seattle? I always forget. Uh, that was in Seattle. That was in Seattle. He's from Aberdeen, though. Yes. Um, the uh, the the other thing that I was talking about we were going to lump this in together was going to be with um, Elliot Smith, who's one of my all time yes. favorite musicians. Who I believe that he was murdered as well because I feel like you won't stab yourself twice in the chest. But um, that's a different right. minisode, probably. Yes, I think we were going to talk about um, Jeff Buckley too. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. I think he was murdered as well. I think I think. He was <laughs> Yep, he's one of my favorite musicians. Yeah, mine too. His dad, Tim Buckley, is a phenomenal musician as well. Yes. Um, yes. But that doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> what we're <laughs> talking about today. Um, this has been a very passionate topic of mine for a long time because I am a musician as well. Um, outside mm-hmm. of my day-to-day job, I, I call myself a semi-professional musician because I do make money playing music on the side. Um, and Nirvana was one of the first bands that I like really got into as a teenager back in the early 2000s. Yeah. I didn't know a whole lot about Kurt himself when I first got into it. I was like, oh, it's just like distorted guitar heavy music. Right. And really got into it. And I started like reading about him and you can buy his journals, which is pretty cool. Yes. Um, yes. I have a copy of those. It actually has his suicide note in it, which is pretty sombering. Yeah. I read through his suicide note when I was getting ready for this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's not what I expected. Yeah. And it doesn't really read like a suicide note. And it doesn't read like Kurt either. No. There has been some speculation on whether or not he actually wrote that because some of the handwriting analysis doesn't look like his handwriting. Right. Um, But it also doesn't look like Courtney Loves, who was his wife. Um, who is the person that is usually suspected of murdering Kurt. <sighs> What's your thought on that? I have a lot of opinions. I have a lot of opinions on Do her. you think that Courtney actually did it, or did 
she hire it done? No. I think she hired um, somebody. I don't think she pulled the trigger. I agree with that. Um, they had a friend who lived in the house with them. I'm blanking on his name. Who was in the house when Kurt died. But didn't hear anything. Didn't... Like, he was asleep, he said. And, like, right. Kurt shot himself with a shotgun. Those things are loud. Yeah. And so, also, I don't... It's a hard reach. Yeah. Your shotguns are kind of big. Yeah. Uh, if it was a sawed-off, whatever, that makes more sense. But... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. So... Um, he... I feel like he's probably the one who did it. It just makes too much sense to me. Yeah. Because it's convenient that he didn't hear anything. Right. And, like, even, like, I mean, maybe if he was, like, crazy on heroin or something and, like, passed out, then, right. yeah. Which, he did have heroin entirely in possible. System. Uh, Double the lethal dose. Right. Of heroin, which brings up the uh, my other point in this is how do you function enough to pull the trigger put a shotgun in your mouth and pull the trigger if you are double right. the lethal amount of do- the double the lethal amount of heroin in your system right and um i don't know if you how much you know about his um previous suicide attempt and i'm using air quotes to say that mm-hmm. um they were at a tour stop in, I believe, Munich, Germany. I believe so. And he had, like, bronchitis, and he flew to Rome the next day for medical treatment. And he, like, overdosed on champagne and mm-hmm. the date rape drug on roofies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which... Usually people don't give them to themselves, but right. the 90s are a weird time, so yeah, I'm not going to put it past him. But Courtney Love, after the whole incident, stated that that was his first suicide attempt. Right, which is too convenient. Right, because that was like a month, just at a month prior to his death. Mm-hmm. Yep. And which- the thing about Kurt... Is if you read anything about him, um, uh, I believe the biography is called uh, Heavier Than Heaven, mm-hmm. um, which is phenomenal. It's a very in-depth look at Kurt's life um, by a journalist who toured with Nirvana. And there's also a, a documentary called Soaked in Bleach, which I believe is still on Netflix, that I goes so. into... It's actually, um, it was all bankrolled by Courtney Love's dad and the um, detective who investigated the suicide bankrolled this whole documentary because Courtney Love's dad believes that she murdered Kurt and so does the detective. Right. Which that's pretty damning evidence in my opinion. Yeah, I um, definitely think so. Yeah. I, you know, that being said, like, I, I feel like Kurt probably wouldn't be on this earth today if it hadn't happened in 94. Um, just because of the kind of person that he was. Yeah. I don't think that Kurt, Kurt hated fame, um, was like well documented that he hated fame. 
Yeah. And because he was very introverted and he just really liked to play music with his friends, which I get that. Um, But it's, you know, I I don't know if Kurt would still be with us today had he not, quote unquote, committed suicide or been murdered in 94. Right. Uh, He had. Go for it. Like a a pretty, you know, extensive drug history. Mm hmm. Um, so I think that if the quote unquote suicide didn't kill him, that drugs probably would have. I agree with that. Um, I mean, the dude was young and if you look at him, he looked rough. You know? He was 27. He's part of the, um, 27 club along with Amy yeah. Winehouse, Janis Joplin, um, and countless yeah. other famous, mostly musicians who all passed away at the age of 27. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm we... 27. I turned 28 in a few days. Like. They were my age. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah. It's really sombering. Yeah. Ugh. I will say, like, Nirvana was around. Like, of course, like, they were still together when this happened. There was some mm-hmm. turmoil within the band. Um, but this is one thing that pushed Dave Grohl, who's one of both of our favorite musicians of all time. He just, he's one of my favorite people. Yeah, I love Dave. Um, it pushed him to further pursue the Foo Fighters, um, yes. which gave us one of like the modern era's like greatest rock bands ever. Yeah. Um, Ethan and I were talking about the Foo Fighters the other day and how we don't really have any like good rock bands anymore, mm-hmm. except the Foo Fighters. Like yeah. real rock. Yeah, because good. like Jack White <laughs> is out on his own now. I mean, like I guess technically the Rock on Tours and the Dead Weather are still together. Yeah. Um, and you've got, like, the black keys, but it's a totally, like, different medium. Right. Because I, I said, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, they're still selling out stadiums. And... Yeah, but, man, they suck so bad now. <laughs> right. But it's totally different. Yeah. Because Foo Fighters are selling out stadiums and are fucking rocking. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Whereas Anthony and the Red Hot Chili Peppers is... I don't know. I just feel like he's ugh, rough. Real yeah, rough. once John real, left the band again, like what, five years ago, the Chili Peppers yeah. just tanked. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I agree with that. The Foo Fighters are like the last, kind of like the last leg of your like great American like rock bands. Yeah. And I, like I'm sitting here trying to think. Um, because like even the bands that I'm coming up with, like they, at one point they were really big, like against me. I know both of us love. Yeah. Like, I mean, I saw against me open up for the Foo Fighters and then I saw them six months ago at like a hundred seater club. Right. Like, and I love against me. Like they, they still make fantastic music and I honestly think that their music has gotten better ever since Laura was released to I hate to say it that way ever since yeah. Laura like Tom was able to be Laura right and be who he right. really is um I feel that um will be who she really is excuse me yeah um I feel that um Against Me's music has gotten better which is crazy because Thrash Unreal is one of my all-time favorite albums yeah yeah it's a really good one um I, but um, like Transgender Dysphoria my- Blues is such a good album yeah, it is. 
my first concert was fucking <laughs> was Seether, Breaking Benjamin, and Three Days Grace, and, and, and Hurt. Opened yeah, I was up there. For them. I was there. That was at the That's Show Me right. Center. I That's was right. There. I was in seventh yep. grade. I was. I was either a sophomore or a junior. Yeah. I think it was a yeah, junior in high school. Part. Yeah. I think it was but a yeah. junior in high school because it like snowed that morning. Yes. Yeah, and I called up to the Show Me Center and I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, is the concert still going to happen? And like, yeah. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because, you know, I was from like an hour and a half away mm-hmm. and um, it had snowed and iced and it's very hilly to get from yeah. my hometown to where we went to the concert at. Mm-hmm. And we like left at like two o'clock in the afternoon because we didn't have school. And it took us like all night to get to the concert. Like uh-huh. we got there like an hour before. Yep. Oh man, that was a good one. <laughs> that wasn't my first concert. Um, the first concert that I went to like on my own um, would be Warp Tour. Oh, okay. Back in 2005. I've never been to Warped Tour. Uh, this is your last year to try. I know. I can't take off work, though. So. They are going to be in St. Louis, which is the closest stop to me, um, Tuesday. Oh, shit. And we were going to be in St. Louis on Tuesday, but we're not going to be anymore. But the lineup, like, aside from, like, four years strong... Um, and like every time I die, which I've seen both of those bands, I don't know how many times. Isn't Blink going to be there this mm-hmm. year? No, they're doing a residency in Vegas right now. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I think I was just making that up. Like I want them to be there. See, that would have made the most right. sense because it's like the last year of Warped Tour. Let's bring all these awesome bands who helped us start it. Whatever, right. Kevin Lyman, I'll do your job for you. Um, but uh, yeah, like the lineup this year to me just kind of sucked. Yeah. Especially for the last year. I like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've seen Every I Time like, I Die like 12 times. I've seen Four Year Strong seven or eight. And I can't remember any of the other bands that are on it. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. But um, I remember looking at it and like not giving a shit about mm-hmm. it being the last year. Yeah, which bums me out because I really wanted to go. I haven't been in yeah. probably four years. I think the last time I went, I was 22 or 23. Um, and that was the last year, like, August Burns Red was there, which they may be on mm. it for a little while this year. I love August Burns Red. But, see, like, the coast are getting good bands. Like, Frank Turner's playing the California dates, and August Burns Red are playing the East Coast dates, and the Midwest gets nothing. Of course, because right. we're shit. Right. <laughs> I even think, like, Texas is getting, like, a bunch of, like, I want to say, like, Simple Plan for some reason is playing Texas. Like, Sum 41's going to be there. Yeah. But the I would Midwest days. I saw Sum 41, like, in, like, 11 or 12. And uh, Derek Wibley is a small man. Yeah, I've always heard that. He's very tiny. Simple Plan, oh man, was one of my favorite bands yeah. growing up. My uh, angsty self. One of my first that. AOL Instant Messenger names was like Simple Plan 09. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's cringy as fuck. Yep. I love it. Um, I had a picture of their guitarist in my locker, like a full full body picture. Pierre. Uh no, no, um David. 
Oh, yeah. With the, with the little player. emo haircut? Yeah. Yes. The lead guitar player? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because Pierre had, like, his stupid spiky hair. Yes. I was not into him. <laughs> I like how this just turned yep, into us have... reminiscing about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoops. It started as Kurt Cobain, and now... And I'm leaving every bit of this. Um, That's fine. It started as Kurt Cobain, and now has turned into us <laughs> talking uh, shit sad. about Warp Tour. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then being sad about music we used to listen to. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. Long story short, short, Kurt Cobain was murdered. That's that's the wrap-up of this. Yep. Um, Courtney Love should be in prison. I 100% agree. And she's also um, a shitty musician. Quit trying to make music. You know what? Something I do want to touch on yep. is that he he died April 5th, but his body wasn't discovered until April 8th. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's weird. Yep. Because she filed, like, a missing persons report with that same detective and, like, directed them away from the house each time. Right. So if that doesn't say shady, I don't know what does. Ugh. Ugh. It just makes me angry. Yeah. I just, I wish that she would just own up to it. I think that Francis, their daughter, even thinks that. And Francis's ex-husband, I know, thinks that because he just sued Courtney Love and that's part of the suit. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Or it's mentioned See, I, in it or something. I didn't know what uh, Francis's, um opinion was. And, Her and Courtney touchy. are cordial now, but I don't think they actually have, like, a working mother-daughter relationship. Well, that makes sense. Do you yeah. think your mom hired somebody to... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, let me so... See if, let me see if it's on her Wikipedia page. Something that's really interesting is that um, Francis is the one that controls the publicity rights to the name and image of Kurt. Mm-hmm. She she had to fight for that. Yep, but luckily she got it. Um, in the divorce between her and her husband, her husband, the one thing he fought for was Kurt's uh, Martin acoustic guitar that he played on Unplugged, and the court awarded that to him, which pisses me off. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Apparently, uh-huh. Francis gave it to him at one point, and that was the basis of them allowing him to keep it. Hmm. But I think that something like that should stay in the Cobain family. Or be in a museum. Right. Um... trying to there's something i just saw oh she francis does not like nirvana hmm or or other grunge bands but she prefers like oasis that's a uh, i disagree with that statement nobody mm-hmm. should prefer oasis i do like oasis i, do but I too. don't prefer oasis and like okay so i like oasis but i hate the gallagher brothers and we're, i'm not gonna go off on a tangent about this because i easily could 
But um, <laughs> I guess I get that. Like, I guess if my dad was somebody who helped, like, create a genre, that's probably all people would associate with me. Yeah. And so, like, when, like, oh, God, Alex is here. Let's play some whatever. Like, I would probably get tired of that, too. Yeah, I'm sure. And I I'm imagine sure she's tired is, of too. people asking about it. Yeah. I would be. Yeah, for sure. No, she seems like a cool chick, though. Um, yeah. Just doing, like, some research on her. She seems pretty down-to-earth and level-headed. Yeah. Which, good for her, because with the... I believe that, um, like, in the whole nature versus nurture conversation, I believe that... Um, you know, if you're, both your parents were drug addicts, which both of hers are, were, um, that um, she was predisposed to also having that. Right. And she, from what I know, she does not, so. Right. Is Courtney still on drugs? I don't think so, or at least not publicly. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't keep up with her. I don't like her. I don't either. Um... I don't like her because she murdered somebody that I liked. Right. But what the fuck ever. <laughs> yeah, so this mini-so, quote-unquote now, is pushing over 20 minutes. So, Yay. <laughs> so we probably need to wrap this one up. And, yes. Um, you know, we'll start working on our other ones. And my dog is currently staring off into a corner of the basement where there's nothing and barking. So I'm um, going to go look at no, that real fast. Thank you. And then, um, who knows? Maybe we'll be back for a second episode or I'm about to get murdered by a ghost. <laughs> um, I'll talk well, about it on the podcast. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm sure you can hear her now. Um, yep. So I'm going to go take care of that. This has been the first mini-sode of Theory and Crime. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye.